Hi, guys. <laughs> Welcome to Psalms 46.5 with your host, Samara Antoine, and our special guest, Ludiana. Hey, girl. <laughs> so today we have Ludiana as our special guest. We will be um, speaking about the Lord's work, you know, going to go into it. Mm-hmm. And before we start, I want to introduce Ludiana. So go ahead and introduce yourself. Hey, guys. My name is Ludiana, and... um. Honestly, I don't really know like like what to say, but all I could say is that I'm just a young Christian girl just, you know, trying to make my life right for God, of course. And you know, yeah, I'm I'm her friend through my cousin. So yeah, that's <laughs> it. Yeah. So, um y'all already know me. It's Samara. <laughs> and y'all are actually y'all should be proud of me. This is the this is the fourth episode and you guys are like, oh my gosh, she's being consistent. Right. Not not her being consistent, because right. before I was not posting. <laughs> but let's get into it. Today's topic is going to be, what does it mean to be after God's own heart? And are you okay, good? Going on, you okay? Girl. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Let's just start. Let's just start. Okay. okay, today's topic is going to be, what does it mean to be after God's own heart? Ooh, are you after God's own heart? Yes, I really am, guys, seriously. And, you know, we should be taking this stuff seriously. So if you're serious about it, you should be determined to be after his heart. So, like, with it, I how I came up with this topic, I was reading First Samuel because right now I'm on a journey of reading, like, the whole Bible. Mm-hmm. So I'm in, I, right now I'm in Second Samuel, but I was reading First Samuel. Mm-hmm. And um, there was a point in First Samuel where King Saul, he had disgraced God. Right. And um, he made a sacrifice that was unworthy or um, that God did not like. And, you know, God sent Samuel. Um, Samuel is a prophet of God. And he sent Samuel to Saul to tell him, hey, you're not you're not going to be my king anymore. Um, what is what's actually going to happen is I'm going to have someone else to be who's after my own heart mm-hmm. to serve me and to lead the people of Israel. So yeah. in first Samuel chapter 13, verse 14, it says, but now your kingdom will not endure. The Lord has sought out a man after his own heart and appointed him ruler of his people because you have not kept the Lord's command. Mm. So Samuel basically was explaining, Hey, you know, he's picking someone else at this point. Samuel didn't know who the Lord was going to pick, mm-hmm. but, um, he describes David. He describes David as being after God's heart and him becoming the ruler of Israel. So, I wanted to get into what does um, being after God's own heart mean. In Jeremiah chapter three, verse fifteen, it says, "And I will give you shepherds after my own heart, who will feed you with knowledge and understanding." And when he says that, this is um, where he was actually scratch that part. So when he says that, um, God calls people who are after his own heart to be shepherds, to lead the people who are lost or, um, for example, sheep. Mm-hmm. So it, it's a way to describe David as someone who's a true leader and a king. So when you are after God's own heart, you're a shepherd, you're a true leader, you're right. someone who leads people towards God. Um also, I want to put in, um, yeah. this is also so like people don't get confused. Jesus actually did change Saul's name to Paul. So this was before um, Paul was, well, Saul, well, would you say before or after? This was actually, after. This Saul is the Saul from the Old Testament. Yeah, so he was like 
bad, wasn't he? No, this is a different song. Oh, this is a different one? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I have to cut that out. <laughs> no, because there's a song. It was like when Jesus changed his name yeah, from Saul no, to Paul. Yeah, that's Paul. That's in the New Testament. Okay, this Saul okay. is... um. What's it called? This Saul is the Saul from the Old Testament. He mm-hmm. became king after his, well, he wasn't really part of, like, the this whole disciples. This oh. is a whole other Saul, like, way before Jesus' time. This oh, is okay. King David's okay. time. All right, all right. So, um, I don't know if you want to keep that in or not, but. Honestly, I don't know. You do editor. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, this part we could cut out, but, like, you could keep that in because people get confused. Yeah, they do and get confused. So that could be something clear. This saw is from the Old Testament mm-hmm. around David's time. So, um, so in first in First Samuel, it also says, it describes David when um, King Saul was mad and jealous over David for taking his spot or ba- basically being better than him. Mm-hmm. Um, he sent David out to war. So he could basically, like, do tough things. Like, for example, when he was giving David his daughter to marry, he sent David out mm-hmm. to um, get, like, things that are really hard to get. And David, he he never complained. Right. He, it says that in everything he did, he had great success because the Lord was with him. Mm-hmm. So he never complained. He knew that the Lord was with him and that he would help him get through whatever trials and right. um tribulations that he would go through with Saul so that's another feature of being after God's own heart and in this verse it refers to David of how successful it he was because God was always with him um I was reading on a website it says what does it mean to be a person after God's own heart it means your life is in harmony with the Lord and I will be going back on that again it means that your life it means that in your life, whatever is important to him is important to you. Right. What burdens him will burden you. When he says, go to the right, you go to the right. When he says, stop, that in your life, you will stop it. When he says, this is wrong and I want you to change, you come to terms with it because you have a heart for God. That's bottom line, biblical Christianity. Have you ever changed anything in your life that you knew that God was telling you, hey, you need to change, but like you, deep down you're like, I don't want to change. Like, yes. Um. Honestly, maybe it might be wearing wigs. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's really, it's really tough out here. Y'all, just stay tuned later because, <laughs> yeah, we got a testimony. Coming <laughs> we soon. have a testimony we coming have a soon. Testimony coming soon. But for me, it was boys. Like boys? not boys altogether, but the boys I was talking to or guys I was talking mm-hmm. to because I, I feel like boys sounds like little kids. Mm-hmm. I, I don't be talking to little kids now, but I'm saying like guys. So hey. I've talked about this on my episode um, episodes before, but there was, like, guys I was talking to, like, relationships I, I started. Mm-hmm. Like, God was telling me, you need to give this up, but I just felt so happy in the relationship. Honestly, it's giving idolizing. Right. Mm-hmm. I was I could. That. I, I understand, because... Most ugh. definitely. Like, most definitely. I was most definitely doing that. And because was. the last guy I was most definitely idolizing. <laughs> I was around him 24-7. It was always him on my mind. What can I do for him? What right. can I do? Like, you know, but now... Baby, it's all about God. Right. I, I do not be focused on men. I do not be focused on what they be doing. I be in my own world. Literally. Like, I told you this in the car. I be in my own world. You do. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I don't know if I could talk about it, but right now it's like May 28. And if you see what's going on in Target, she doesn't know nothing. Like, <laughs> I be what? in my own world. I be in my own world. As but. you should, though. Yeah, because, like, I just feel like everything I focus, like, 
to be after God's own heart, you need to have your mind, right. your spirit, right. and your heart focused on what he wants for you. So now I'm in this season where I'm like, oh, my bad. So now I'm in this season where I'm like, after what God. he wants. Like, my desire is to live a life that God wants me to live, right. to do everything that God like wants me to do. Like, what's your calling? Everything, like mm-hmm. what my calling is, how I wake up. Like, it's to the point where I'm telling God, Hey, I'm about to go brush my teeth. Like everything I do. Oh my gosh! Everything Wait, I do. Is no, about stop, stop, stop. You know it's crazy. I literally was like, God, like honestly, because my life is literally changing right mm-hmm. now. And I was like, God, like you know, I be coming to you for like everything, but not everything. It's literally to the point. I'm like, God, what shirt should I wear? Mm-hmm. And I was like, like, we that. need to have a friend in Jesus. Yes. And yeah, yes. I just can relate to like, like that. Like, some things, like, say, for, like, example, like, my closest friends. Like, right. I don't really come to them for some things mm-hmm. now. Because I saw before, and they will get butthurt about it. And <laughs> that's the thing. <laughs> they will get butthurt about it. But it's, like, if I go to them for advice and it's not what God wants it's me to not. do, I'm going to be stuck on their advice. Right. So what I'm trying, what I'm working on right now, I'm not saying that I'm fully, um, I'm fully like this yet. Mm-hmm. I'm working on it. Like, the Lord is working on me. But I'm trying to get to the point where I'm running to God first instead of running to my friends first. Because my friends will not always have the best advice. So that's one of the aspects of being after God's own heart. You know, it's it's hard because I like seeking um, uh, advice from other people. But in reality, the only person that's going to have the best interest for me is the Lord. I don't even have the best interest for me. Mm God will always have the best interest always. for me. But I wanted to move on to the misunderstandings of being a Christian. Oh, Because yeah. people, I, I'm not going to cap with y'all. <laughs> a lot of people think that doing things is what saves them. Like, that's their ticket Ooh, to girl, heaven. Girl, talk about they it. They think <laughs> that these things, they think that these things are what, like, will basically. Let them, them go them, up yeah, to heaven. give them a free ticket to heaven. Um I wanted to get into baptism, Mm -hmm. like not really talk about it, but like baptism is one of the things that people do and they think, hey, yeah, I'm baptized. I'm going to heaven. Oh, my gosh. I know people who got baptized like when they were younger, but they don't serve the Lord. Right. So they're just like, yeah, I got baptized when I was younger. So like I'm saved. Like I Mm -hmm. can do whatever I want now. That's crazy because I used to have that mindset too. (laughs) So, but that's not how it works. Like That's not how it works. And people also like, um, for example, they um, listening to Christian music. They're like, yeah, I just listen to, you know, um, Maverick City the other day. Like, me, God knows what's in my heart. Like, right. I listened to Maverick City, like, last week. Mm-hmm. I'm saved. <laughs> oh Baby, listening to gospel music is <laughs> not, not a ticket no, to heaven. No. These, like, um, what else? Reading your Bible. People, right. people literally, I've seen it with my own eyes. People open their Bible, read a verse, and they're like, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Talk about it. Talk about Bro, it. Talk about I it. Have, I've had people, like, literally be like, yeah, I, like, literally open my Bible app, like, every day. Um, excuse me. Or, like, they copy and paste the Bible verse and just, like, send post it. Oh, post posting on, on Instagram? Uh-huh, <laughs> and just call it a day and, like, yeah, that means uh-uh. I'm safe. Like, nah. that's literally what they do. And I'm just like, it's not in a judgmental type of it's way. Not. It's not judging. It's, like, you cannot claim to be one thing and live for the other. Remember, I was just telling you that. Right. You cannot say you're a Christian. You cannot live in the world mm-hmm. and say you're a Christian. Right. You cannot, what's it called, um, say you live for God, but out here going to the club every night. Double life. 
that you can't live that double life. It's either you're black or white. Right, right. So the Lord says, if you are, if you, you can either be hot or cold. Right. If you are lukewarm, he will spit you out. Imagine being spat out by God. Mm-hmm. Imagine being spat out by God. That could be like, that's the worst feeling ever. Just if you realize how big and gloryful God is, being spat out by God should be your worst fear. Like, oh gosh. just just the words he literally he he didn't say nothing else he says i will spit you out do y'all know when you spit something that's nasty like you say example for example you bit something that was disgusting you spit like, it out and then, imagine that imagine the lord being disgusted from god with you. though imagine that that that's just like, like that that's just right oh. and um another thing that people like to do is like they go to church like they just you know yeah i went to church last sunday i'm saved I, I showed up. Like, my pastor <laughs> prayed over me. I'm saved. But, oh! Yeah. I'm sorry. You just reminded me. Okay. Being like, okay, when your pastor prayed over you, honestly, it's crazy because I had went to my friend's church uh, last week, Sunday, and I got prayed over, like, anointed and everything. And I was thinking, like, you know, maybe, like, okay, I decided to go up to the stage um, I feel like if you do decide to go up to stage, like it doesn't matter what's gonna happen to you. Just know your life will change, and you shouldn't like basically go back to like, you know, like going to your old ways. So yeah. that's part of your like misunderstandings. Like, okay, well the pastor prayed over me. I'm I'm gonna be good. No, baby, because the one thing about demons, they gonna come back. Right? If you, the same way. Door, if you leave that door open, they'll they gonna walk come, right and, and not only that, they're gonna bring their friends. Mm. Seven times seven. Mm. Baby, talk about Tell it. <laughs> right. So that's the misunderstandings right. of being a Christian. They think mm. that because if you pray or not even well, prayer is a strong thing. Right. But if your heart's not into it, you're not you're you're not gonna be fully into it at right. all. So um our hearts are is is another way to Jesus, you right. know. If we give our hearts over, if we let go of the pride, if we let go of the lust, if we let go of these things that give us temporary satisfaction right. and receive the one who gives us full satisfaction mm-hmm. for eternity. Exactly. You will see your life change in bountiful Baby. ways. Oh in my god. Bountiful gosh. ways. Like it's so beautiful. It is very beautiful. So I also wanted to so now going into that, I wanted to talk about the truth of salvation, like how being saved, what it means to be saved mm-hmm. and how to be saved, kind of, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to read a Bible verse, Ephesians 2, verse 8. Let me go to that. Yes, ma'am. It says, for by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God. What people think by being saved, again, they think that if they do these things, they'll be saved. Right. Right. No, I'm sorry. Wait, you said Ephesians 2? Ephesians 2, chapter 8. Um, Going to church is not going to save you. It is a thing to get closer to God. It is something that we do in order to worship and Mm -hmm. show God, you know, um, how grateful we are. And also a way to connect to God, a way to be able to communicate to God. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not a way to be saved. God says that we have the free gift of grace. He gives us grace. Um... If we choose to approach God on the basis of what we have done, then we are approaching him in self-righteousness. That means that we're approaching him in our own glory, that we don't need right. him. These are things that we've done. Like, if I do these own things, that means I'm righteous in myself. Mm-hmm. But 
we need to be, we need, what, uh, dang, I, I lost my thread. Okay. Fudge. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. Um, as opposed to be, to the righteousness that he provides. So through him, we receive righteousness, right? Right. So in Isaiah, it says, it says in Isaiah 646, that our righteousness is as filthy as rags. So if we bring our own self-righteousness, basically the things that we've done, like going to church or um, what's it called? What's another thing? Reading their Bible. Worshiping. Worshiping, like a false type of worship. If you bring those things before God, he's going to look at it like it's dirty clothes, like filthy rags. So um, everything good, everything that is right, we could all do, but it all adds up to soiled garments before the Lord in comparison to his glory. Mm -hmm. So what we do, like reading our Bible, going to church, saying that we're Christian, listening to Christian music, all these compared to God is just dirty clothes. Right. That's what Isaiah six um sixty four verse six says. So it says, All of us have become like one who is un who is unclean, and all our righteous acts are like filthy rags. We all shrivel up like a leaf, and like the wind our sins sweep us away. So I wanted to get into grace. So what grace means is it is the free, undeserved favor of God, the gift of life through Christ. So why do we need the favor of God? Um, Basically, sorry, my eye. (laughs) So why do we need the favor of God? God's favor is needed because we are sinners. Right. We're sinners. What it means to sin is to be against God. Mm Mm-hmm. God does not take anything that is against him. When right. he looks at those things, he has, he, it's anger, you know, because he's so righteous. Sin mm-hmm. cannot be near him. Exactly. He's holy. He is pure. Mm-hmm. So when there's sin, he has to deal with sin the right way. Right. So when we commit sins, it is, we build up what is called debt. Mm-hmm. So the debt of sin is death. Mm-hmm. If you sin, the debt of it, what you deserve is death. And people are not going to like that. People do not like that. They, they, that's the thing with self-righteousness. People think they are good. I remember asking a friend, hey, do you think you're good or evil? And they said, well, I think I'm good. You know, I read my Bible. I go to church. I do this on the third. I think I'm good. Mm-hmm. So people, we already have a mindset that we're good people because we don't do, like, we don't kill or we don't, like, do things that are too, like, you know, things that will get us in jail and stuff, basically. Right. They think they're a good person. But in reality, we're living in sin. We were born in iniquity. Mm-hmm. It says in Psalms um, 51 that we were born in iniquity in our mother's womb. So the debt of sin is death. So people don't understand that the death of Jesus was what was what paid our um our debt right the death of jesus when he died on that cross he was the sacrifice if you look in the old testament in order to get your sins forgiven you would have to sacrifice an animal and do a whole ritual right a whole the same um who was it that was about to sacrifice their kid um moses Moses. yeah moses so yes so a whole no it wasn't moses it was (laughs) was abraham No, we, <laughs> I'm bad, y'all. It's okay. No, no, because that's my fault too. It was Abraham. Moses is the one who led Israel but, through the. Um, yeah, they would um have to sacrifice animals. Mm-hmm. It was rad, but Jesus so, came and that's know? the that's the whole point of Jesus. Mm-hmm. That's why we do not sacrifice animals to get our sins forgiven because that's right. why Jesus died on the cross for our sins. Exactly. So when people don't realize that the death of Jesus 
was to pay the debt of our sins, of what we did. Jesus came onto this earth, lived a pure life, did not sin. He lived a a perfect life in order to be a clean lamb, in order to be sacrificed. So if you look in the Old Testament, Mm -hmm. when Moses first came to deliver the Israelites from Egypt, they had the first Passover. So in the first Passover, you have to take a lamb, a clean lamb, and you spend three days with it. I think it's three days, yes. And then on the third day, you kill it, which is Friday. Right. And then Saturday is the Sabbath. You're not supposed to eat anything else. And you eat the lamb, right? All right. So that <laughs> that that part is literally signifying Jesus, right. right? So Jesus, so back then you had to keep doing that in order mm-hmm. to get your sins forgiven. But now in the New Testament, it's like, hey, Jesus came. He's that lamb. Mm-hmm. He's our lamb. Right. We he was sacrificed on that cross, but the twist at the end, he didn't die. He rose. Well, no, no, he did die, but he rose again. He rose again. <laughs> no, 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 no. He, he, he wasn't defeated by death. Death was defeated by him. Amen. So he defeated death and he rose again. And that's what people forget. They, they just do. think about the death part. They forget that he you know rose, Jesus rose right. again and he is coming back for us. And he definitely is. Right, right. He is coming back for us. So um, I think I pretty much explained wh- what grace and. Well, actually, mm-hmm. I wanted to speak about the coming back part. Mm-hmm. A lot of people do tend to forget that Jesus is coming back and. Um, it's basically like you're saying, like misunderstanding, like living lukewarm. Because mm-hmm. guys, just think about it. He could come back within five minutes of us <laughs> sitting right here, and like just think about it. Are you living right? Not on being judgmental or anything, but it's reality. Like seriously, like I be thinking about it. I'm like, okay, well, I know I'm not. I'm not a perfect person. I'm not a perfect Christian. Like I'm literally a normal human being. But the difference is I'm striving to get closer with God. To so be every, after his own heart. To be at, amen, <laughs> amen. And basically, like, every day I just think about, like, well, okay, well, like, if I did something wrong, it's like, actually, look at the Holy Spirit. It just talked to me. Mm. This is kind of like conviction. Mm. Conviction, yes. If you know you're a Christian and you're living, like, lukewarm and basically, like, misunderstand, misunderstanding God's concept of, like, how to live like a Christian. Mm. Basically, I don't know where I'm going. I'm just letting the Spirit talk from, from me. But <laughs> Take your time. Basically, I just want to say, like, what you're saying is right. Like, we tend to forget that Jesus is coming, like, anytime. Mm. And, like, basically, we just need to, like, you know, get our Strive together. to be after his own heart. Strive to do heart. the things that he wants us to do, the will that he has for us. Because, y'all. God will never forsake us. Mm-mm. I learned that in, like, not the hard way, but it took me time to realize that God will never let me down. He will never fail me. Ooh, girl, I'm cry. God will <laughs> never fail me. God will never let me down. I have a sense of peace in my life now where I wake up in the morning, I don't worry about anything. Right. I used to wake up, don't cry. Girl. <laughs> Okay, no, because I used to wake up and be thinking about, okay, I got to go to class. I got to do this. Right. I got to do that. And you saw today, I was kind of like a little anxious, but oh, yeah, I, about I, coming I, here. I kept praying. Mm-hmm. I kept praying. And that's what we need to do. And that fear and anxiety, you have to stay in prayer right. and being able to understand, have the mindset, mm-hmm. God will never let you down. He will never, never bring you down a path where you you feel like there's nothing left. Right. And if you are at that point in life, you need to look towards God. Mm-hmm. You need to understand that God will make a way. Exactly. And, and, and not only will it make a way to 
find you a solution, but it will glorify him at Amen. the same time. That's true. It also, will glorify him. Um, I want to speak about that, about having, like, you were having, she was having fear and anxiety on the way here because mm-hmm. we were scheduled at a certain time, mm-hmm. but we were kind of late. And, like, basically, she's trying to say, like, have faith over mm-hmm. fear, basically. Faith over fear. Because, faith. girl, faith could kill the fear. Oh. Like, that's the demons trying to make you, mm-hmm. you know. And I just, I just like, that pointed out to me because I've been praying about having faith because some things would get to me and I'd be like, oh. and my sister's like, you're a Christian. Why are you acting like that? You're supposed to have faith over fear. Mm. And when she said that, y'all, the Holy Spirit just <laughs> showed you. Like, get it together. Like, come on, girl. But yeah. So getting back into salvation, mm-hmm. I wanted to read something that I wrote. So in order to receive salvation, I, that's what I said earlier. I was going to um, talk into, uh, talk about that. Mm-hmm. In order to receive salvation, we need to put aside our pride. That is one thing. See, Ooh, I was they ain't gonna lie that. Oh, I'm not going to like that. <laughs> Guys, we need to give up these things that are keeping us in the world. God calls us to be set apart. So you, okay, so for example, um, being obsessed with yourself, your body, like, I know girls that, like, they go out to look for guys. Right. Like, not even in, like, a sexual type of way, but, they just like, do it, just, just to do find it. a boyfriend or anything. But like, it's not them, y'all. It's not, it's not them. Like, um, for example, like, Girls who post lustful things to make guys, like, want to swipe up on their story. Mm-hmm. like Thirst traps. Yeah, thirst traps. Or po- who post themselves, like, half naked in right. order to get guys to come after them. It's not it's not a way to live as a Christian, you know? You have to give these, these things up. It's If you don't, if you feel, like, inside you're like, well, God will forgive me. God knows my heart. That's pride. That's mm-hmm. pride. That's not good. So no. we have to give up our pride. We have to put our pride aside, and we need to come face-to-face with our sin. Right. If you know there's things that you're doing that is against God, you need to come face-to-face with it, and you need to come into prayer. You need to let Jesus come in and pay for that debt because he already paid for it. Mm-hmm. You just need to accept it. Right. People forget that they need to accept it. Just because he did it, that doesn't mean you accept it. Exactly. You have to let that pride go right. knowing that you have to get rid of these things in your life that is not you know fruitful of god. and mm-hmm. not of god so we need to realize that our sin is not what has control over us and hand it over to jesus right we need to let go and let god i know yes. a lot of people say that let go and let god <laughs> let go and let god we need to give it over to god because guys i know you're saying well i did this well i prayed to god and he didn't answer me <laughs> you are not you're supposed to give it over to god exactly. in that moment you you think you're in control mm-hmm. you need to let go and have and let god have control i realize that i I did not. I was not letting God have control for like a long time. Wow. And like starting this year, I I prayed. I was like, Lord, I want to be a Proverbs thirty one woman. Mm-hmm. And people think that if they just call themselves that, they'll they're it. But it's uh-huh. a it's a journey. It, it is, is a journey. Oh my gosh, tell me about it. Me? I was literally just talking about. Right. Um. Yeah. Like dressing more modest. Mm-hmm. We was just talking about that. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it is a journey. So from January to now, I'm a whole different person whole different person oh yeah i see it for, oh for i'm a whole <laughs> different person from me from january who used to be crying over guys depressed over a guy um what else being prideful mm-hmm. there's so much things i used to be anxious i used mm-hmm. to worry so much i'm just a whole different person i feel the peace of god right so when we receive that salvation and we hand everything over to god 
that peace just comes and cover you. Mm-hmm. And it's you feel it. You right. feel that peace. You feel you wake up and you just know it's in God's hand and you feel that peace. Right. It's we so was just beautiful. talking about this in the it's car. It's so beautiful. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. It's so beautiful. So in order to receive that salvation, we need to repent of these sins and everything that is holding us back. But the enemy's not gonna like that. It's not gonna be easy. I'm it's not gonna not. T- I'm not gonna say it's gonna be easy. It's not easy at all. It's it not. took me years. I'm gonna be like open. It took me years to get rid of the the sin of lust. It took mm-hmm. me so long mm-hmm. to find a way to let go of that. You right. know, to let God help me get rid of that. It took mm-hmm. me so long because I was prideful. I was prideful. I felt like oh I'm done with it because I haven't I I haven't done anything in so long. Right. So I'm done. I wasn't really letting God mm-hmm. in and giving Him control. Right. So when we let go of that pride and and come face to face with our sins and give God everything we will recognize that we are sinners and receive Christ as our savior who died so that God will forgive us for our sins amen and pay for that debt amen so that is the truth about salvation I just wanted to get into that for a little also I just want to say something too mm-hmm. about um um females nowadays like you know we tend oh <laughs> We tend to think that, like, you know, posting stuff like thirst traps and everything is, like, going to get attention from guys. But it's not from the right guys. And if you think about it, God does, everyone has a different, like, uh, what is it called? A different perspective, perspective or mindset. mindset about different people. And if you do follow God's word, you know that man he's gonna be there for you if you live by the bible not just a proverbs 31 because a lot of people think proverbs 31 is the only verse that's for like um like woman like Mm -hmm. a good yeah god-fearing woman Mm -hmm. but yeah if you read the bible there's tons Tons of verses that tells you how to be like a wife Mm -hmm. well don't be a wife before the boyfriend yeah (laughs) but you know what i mean like to be a good person right. before God sends the man to you, because you know we are in a waiting season, right? Just like in First Samuel, it teaches you exactly. how to be after God's own heart. Exactly. You see how everything connects. Right? Everything just connects. Literally, so. So I wanted to talk about being a true Christian and what it means. Oh, sorry. I wanted to talk about being a true Christian and what it means to be after God's own heart. Like, mm-hmm. what what do we do? So, what I said before, your desires are what God desires for right. you. Once we realize that God always has the best interest for us, we will never fail. I promise you. Amen. It may there may be moments where it feels like we're failing, mm-hmm. but in reality, it's we're going through that season. You're not going to always get everything right away. Right. It's there's always there's most of the time going to be a waiting period because God knows once we get that thing too early, we're gonna forget we're about not, God. Right. We're gonna forget about God, and we're not gonna be able to handle that thing exactly. If you feel like it's taking a while to receive blessings, it's because God is having you wait. You are not ready yet. Usually also too, um, um, there could be something blocking the blessing too that you have to give up to God in order for the other blessing to come in. And I learned that the hard way, y'all. And basically just, you know, what she said, basically. <laughs> So we also need to walk as Christ did. Mm-hmm. That's the whole point of the gospel. Exactly. People don't realize that Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, 
the gospel show how God, how Christ lived. Right. It shows how Christ, you know, treated other people, mm-hmm. how he spoke, what he taught, how we should live. Exactly. So when we look into the the four gospels, just just the four gospels, you know, like just look into the four gospels, it shows us exactly how Christ lived and how we should live. Mm-hmm. So we should do the things that Christ did. And I'm saying not I'm not saying go overboard and walk in the streets and be like, yeah, you know, yeah, I'm don't Christ. force religion on people. <laughs> don't force that no, that's you need something to come that in people, a loving way. Mm-hmm. Cuz that's what Christ did. He came mm-hmm. in a loving way. Right. Go ahead. That's people. That's stuff um people forcing religion on people Please don't do that. Don't do that because just don't do that. It's not like God gave us free. God gave us free will. So you can't just be like, hey, what you're doing is wrong. Because, you know, we all have friends that are, you know, in the world and in Christ. Mm -hmm. And like, I don't force none of my friends to like, I pray for them and everything because there's nothing wrong with that. Even Jesus had friends that was, you know, not following his path. And it's not, it's nothing wrong with that. But, you know, just Pray for them, but don't force your religion on them. Don't force them, but what I have here, so Jesus did walk in love and mm-hmm. righteousness, but at the same time, he did correct people. He corrected people, but in a loving way. Yeah, not he in a forcing in way. and be like, you're going to hell because Mm-mm. I'm Christ, and I'm going to do what I want, and do all y'all going to hell. No, he, he actually... What he did, he taught in what like in what they understood. Yeah. Like, for example, when he taught shepherds, he would use shepherds and sheep as examples. Mm-hmm. So what he did, he didn't come in a way where he's gonna like I'm gonna send everyone in hell because in actually in John three sixteen through like eighteen he says he didn't. It says he did not come into the world to condemn us, but to show us like show us, show us exactly that's exactly what, why Jesus came down mm-hmm. to earth to show us how yes. to exactly yes yes so. The point, the whole point is, yes, we should correct the people around us, but not in a but forcing not way. in a in a way where they feel persecuted. Exactly, not in a way where they feel like they have to leave the church because you are like attacking them. Mm-hmm. We need to correct. With and love. that's exactly why some people be like, "Oh, I'm not going to church because it's a diff- there's di- many different ways to show God's love to people to encourage them to come back to church, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But in, in John 2, verse 13 through 22, we saw how Jesus, he went into his father's house, and he saw that it was being perverted. Basically, there was people selling in, in the temple, and he was mad. Oh, I remember when right. he flipped all the yeah, tape. Yeah, that was his zeal. So he corrected them, but it may not have been in a loving way, that what we would think, mm-hmm. but it's a, it's a loving way. Right. Jesus through the tables, he said, you're not going to do this in my father's house. Mm-hmm. And then not only that, he, he made a promise. He said, this temple temple will be built up in three days. But people don't realize, <laughs> people don't realize that was his, that was his death and resurrection. Wow. That was his death and resurrection. So um, I also wanted to um, move on to when we want to be after God's own heart, we have to listen and do. So in James chapter one, verse 19 through 27, Actually, I want to read that, but I don't have it. So let me cut that part over. Wait, uh, what part was it? It was James chapter 1, verse 19 through 27. I'll let you know when I'm ready to read it. Hold on. Wait, James. James chapter 1, verse 19 through 27. Okay, in my Bible, it says qualities needed in trials. So I'm just going to read it, and then I'm going to break it down. Wait, sorry. You said James chapter 1, verse 19? Yeah, verse 19, and we're going to read all the way to 27. So I'm going to repeat Wait, what I yours says, what's, what's your title? 
It says qualities needed in trials, but it's mine is in KJV. I don't oh, know what, okay, what, okay, what okay, version okay. I'm so, NIV. Okay, so um, mine is headed with qualities needed in trials. So verse 19, so then, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath, for the wrath of man does not produce the righteousness of God. Therefore, lay aside all filthiness and overflow of wickedness, and receive with meekness the implanted word which is able to save your souls. But be doers of the word, and not only hearers, deceiving yourselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word, and not a doer, he is like a man, observing his, his, um, sorry. For if... Let me restart on verse 23. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man observing his natural face in a mirror. For he observes himself, goes away, and immediately forgets what kind of man he, he was. But he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it and is not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this one will be blessed in what he does. If anyone among you thinks he is religious and does not brittle his tongue but deceives his own heart, this one's religion is useless. Pure and undefiled religion before God and the Father is this, to visit orphans and widows in their trouble and to keep oneself unspotted from the world. So I'm going to break that down. That was kind of long, but I'm going to bring it down. So I wanted to talk about verse 19. Oh, no. Verse, yeah, verse 19 through 21. So where it says, So then, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to wrath, for the wrath of man does not produce the righteousness of God. It says, what I wrote was, one thing that we, sorry, I'm not talking to the mic. Okay. One thing that I wrote was, one thing that we are called to do is to not let our anger control what we do. Verse 20 says that human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires emphasis on the word that god desires remember we're we're trying to be after god's own heart right so we need to be doing things that god desires um because being after god's own heart means that we set aside what we want Mm -hmm. and we set aside what our anger wants to do when we do what god desires when it comes to those moments where we're very angry and we want to like hit that person or Mm -hmm. we want to react off of our anger we shouldn't react without listening without thinking before we speak and without cooling our anger we're called to just calm ourselves down you know and we're called to listen to the spirit before we act on anything Mm -hmm. so when we we have those moments of anger like for example i had a friend that was very angry today he called me Mm -hmm. and you know i calmed him down but also i could tell there was moments where he was listening to the spirit where he was thinking where he was praying you know so when we have those moments where we need to be slow to anger Mm -hmm. we need to calm ourselves down right matter of fact we need to ask god for strength to calm ourselves down because we do not (laughs) our strength is not from us but it's from the lord amen god provides strength to us i wanted to talk about Mm -hmm. that because i know a majority of people have siblings Mm. and we know how it get you know your brother sister makes you mad and you know that's something i actually need to work on because me and my sister we literally bump heads <laughs> every day no because no like me and my sister too <clears throat> right like i don't know i feel like and people who don't have siblings y'all cannot relate because they <laughs> literally are a pain but you know 
we still love him at the end of the day. But oh, of course. Of course, like, you know, sometimes we we have, not sometimes, we always have to be slow to anger. And just don't let, you know, you know, don't have pride. Don't be angry. Just ha- be after God's love. Right. Be understand that god wants us to be slow to anger Mm -hmm. he wants us to think before we speak and we need to listen to what the holy spirit moves us to do right um so that's what verse 19 through 21 i think it was through 21 was saying um to lay aside everything lay aside our anger lay aside the overflow of what our flesh wants us to do and put what god wants us to do first so in verse 22 through 25 um, it says, but be doers of the word and not do not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man observing his natural face in a mirror. For he observes himself, goes away, and immediately forgets what kind of man he is. But he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it and is not forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this one will be blessed in what he does. So what I wrote was people like to hear, people like to read their Bible and forget. Sorry, I'm going to restart again. Mm-hmm. So what I wrote was people like to read their Bible and agree with what it says, but turn around and go against those exact same principles that God's word tells us not to do. Mm-hmm. Just because you read your Bible does not mean that you know you're you're, like we said this before that you're saved you need to be applying god's word to your life everything that you read needs to be applied to what you do in life Mm -hmm. like you will see a shift in your spirit you'll see a shift in your character like for example me i've changed so much since high school Mm -hmm. i've applied god's word to my life i've applied things that you know like principles from the bible to my life and how i live for example like people like to like for women, people look into Proverbs 31 and they apply those things. Verses 10 through 31, mm-hmm. they apply the things that um, the mother of, I think it was King Solomon. No, the mother of the prince, they apply those things to their life because they see a shift in character. This is right. how God wants us to live. Mm-hmm. That's um, true. I could relate to you on that. <laughs> um, definitely. Also, I want to say like, in season, when we're in season, my bad. <laughs> okay. Me, there is a season in my life where um, I was, I would say I was a prayer warrior. I'm not going to lie. You will catch me praying all the time. Also, um, praying doesn't, well, there's many different ways people pray. People pray like this or that. Me, I'll be like this. Me too. I'm praying. Oh, yes. I'm praying. Literally <laughs> looking at you. No, because I literally pray my head. Too. Literally, I'm like, Lord, 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 mm-hmm. Lord. Just praying in my like, head. And yeah, and people usually think we will have to like, you know, like. Do, do oh, this oh or, my gosh! No, no, no. Because for real, I have a friend where they're like, "You pray better." I'm just like, no, like, don't have <laughs> yeah, that mindset. Don't like do not have that mindset. Different. Everyone is different. Mm-hmm. The way you speak to God, it doesn't matter. Like, I literally have to explain all the time, like. This is me when I speak to God. Lord, guess what happened today? Right? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like, And we were just talking about this earlier, having a friend. Like, talk to him as a friend. As not, a friend. Not like, 
our father in Hawaii oh, heaven yeah. hallowed be thy name <laughs> no cause like I'll start off my prayers like dear heavenly father yeah respectfully but of course respectfully but then we be like God. okay God so you know what yeah I'm God saying? like I yeah. live in, in, in my um, I'll be in my house I'll be like hey, Lord why did he just right? And I'd be like, God, be for real, like, like yeah. Lord. Oh, and there's nothing wrong with that. Sometimes too. Oh my gosh! No, no, no! Wait, wait. God's God sense of humor <laughs> is nothing compared to human um sense of humor. Oh my gosh! Yeah. God be funny for it real. It do be funny. Like, it, you just have to encounter. It. Like, you just you just have to see for yourself. Like. That's the thing. So when you apply God's instruction to your life, actually, if you ignore His instruction, Mm-mm. it's a way of it's a way of disrespect. It is because you're taking the time to read it. Why are you not applying exactly. it? Exactly, you're taking the time the time to read it, and then not only it's like you're you're hearing your parent talk to you. You hear but you're it, not doing it. But you're not doing. It. You're walking away and just going. Like, the uh-uh, same thing I don't that care happened, what she saying. The same thing that happened to Jonah in the well. Mm. He ran away from God, he and what what the well God. did That's, ate him for three days. Ooh, you ate you ate. <laughs> <laughs> you ate just like the well. <laughs> No, but like oh you gosh. ate because that's literally an exact exact That was God, not me. Oh. <laughs> that was an exact example. When we run from God's instruction, not only are you taking the time to open your Bible, you're reading your Bible. Right. Why are you not applying it? Exactly. Why not? You don't have to open it, but you're taking the time. You're taking the the opportunity to open your Bible and read it. That means that means something. It you does. Know? It Let it does. mean something in your life. Open your Bible mm-hmm. and actually apply it to your life. Because when you open your Bible and read it. That is just so disrespectful right. if you're going to just turn around and just ignore everything that you just read. Exactly. That is so disrespectful. It definitely that, that, is. That's just mean. It is. Like, and <laughs> people tend to forget, y'all, the Bible is not really a Bible. It's most definitely alive. Mm, Everyone tends the to word forget of God. Oh. it's alive. Girl, I was just talking about that yesterday. Girl. Literally, literally, we're just talking about that. The <laughs> word of God is life. Lit- oh, so there was a part, or there was a TikTok that we were looking at, mm-hmm. and it was calling the word of God life. If we speak the word of God, he literally says, it says in the Bible, mm-hmm. the um, life and death is in the power of the tongue. Right. When you read your Bible and you say it out loud, that is power. It is Amen. life. You're speaking life. Yeah. So life is in the word of God. Amen. See, I, didn't, I you just <laughs> tell me. Y'all, I'm learning. You're learning. We're all learning. So when you speak these out loud, you're not only people don't realize mm-hmm. that there's a spiritual world. We live we oh live gosh. in a physical and spiritual world. And there's a spiritual warfare going on. Every day. Every single day. And when you have those spiritual attacks, you're not supposed to sit there and just push through. Just whatever. You're supposed to speak life. What right. is life? The word of God. And praying, worshiping everything. Oh my gosh. Fasting. And not only, fasting. 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 Mm-hmm. And not only that, we see that the word of God is also called the sword of the spirit. Right. The sword of the spirit right. is used in what? In warfare. Um, In warfare. (laughs) (laughs) The sword of the spirit is used in warfare. When we speak life, we're speaking the word of God. Mm -hmm. We are using that in the spiritual world. Right. And we're fighting back. Exactly. We're fighting back against those spiritual attacks, against those spiritual warfare. Yeah. So speaking life, the instructions are there. Mm -hmm. Everything is there. Peace is there. It is. Love is there. I also want to say, like, um... The, the sword, mm-hmm. y'all, it's it's fire, sword. Mm. Um, What else is there, like, protection-wise over the spiritual right. realm? There's a lot, like, angels, like, they all come down to help us. And also, that I want to um, talk about that, too, mm-hmm. for, like, unanswered mm-hmm. prayers. Like, you know, um, you guys, attend, this is off topic, but 
Um, this goes for me too, like unanswered prayers, because I be praying a lot about you know different stuff, and like sometimes my prayers, they God is always listening. Let's not forget that God is always listening, of course. But sometimes you know we just have to acknowledge like different stuff. Like I said, this is off topic. It's not related to mm-hmm. what she's saying, but it just I'm just saying this because you know someone probably needs it. Mm-hmm. But when God is not listening, um, God is listening to your prayers. But if you're praying for like a specific item, I don't know. I feel like someone who's gonna watch this is praying for something to be like idolized to them. So whoever this is for, please don't idolize whatever. Ooh, I feel the spirit talking <laughs> to me. <laughs> but yes, whatever you're praying for, someone is. I said, oh, my gosh, y'all. I don't know if it's me, but <laughs> literally I keep hearing, um, I keep, y'all, I keep it. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> okay. I feel the spirit telling me someone who's watching this video is definitely praying for something that they're going to be idolizing, but do not idolize it. Go to God. I don't know if it was me. I don't know if it was spirit, mm. but I wasn't talking, so it was God. <laughs> but please, please. No, because that, that's, that's beautiful. It that's was. Beautiful. I, I couldn't even someone. talk. I could even talk. That was talk. all God. That, that was, was God. God. <laughs> and actually, that was a form of serving others. So I want to get into that. Verse 26 and through, um, verse 26 and 27, it says, if, any, if anyone among you thinks his religion and... Sorry, I'm going to restart. Mm-hmm. Verse 26 through 27 says, If anyone among you thinks that he is religious and does not brittle his tongue but deceives his own heart, this one's religious is useless. Pure and undefiled religion before God and the Father is this, to visit orphans and widows in their trouble and to keep oneself unspotted from the world. Mm. So, let's talk about it. Mm. So, he's not saying... If you don't go visit orphans and widows, you're a sinner. You're no. not. You're not before God. What he's saying is, we need to serve others. Exactly. What you just did was serving someone. Exactly. And look how it just jumped into the right? next. <laughs> you're saying it was off topic, but it was so on that topic. Was God. That was God. That was God. <laughs> you're saying it was off topic. It was so on topic. It was. We need to serve others. We do. I know people who look at others who are in need mm-hmm. and say, "Well, that's not my problem." And they just turn the other way. Ooh, they not going to like that. Oh, they not going to like that. <laughs> they are not going to like that. I know people who will literally sit there and say, and, and look at someone in need and say, well, I need to fend for myself. I need to look at my own, my own interests. Mm-hmm. I need to look after myself. But right. in the Bible, <laughs> Jesus literally died on the cross for us. Which it, is, for he, everyone. For everyone. So he was not looking after himself. Exactly. He was serving us. Exactly. He was serving us. He also washed, I think it was, it was a Mary. It was the other lady. I forgot her name. He washed her feet. Oh, the girl that had the yes, curly hair, yes. washed her feet with the hair? Washed, washed her feet. His feet. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> she, no, he, he went down and washed her feet. It wasn't Mary. It was the other lady. I keep forgetting her name. Wait, are you talking about when they went in so- Solomon's house and they had the dinner? No, 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 not that. Oh, okay. It was when um, Mary and the other lady were preparing for I think it was dinner. I think it was dinner. L- I know what you're Lord, talking about. Yeah, yeah, but the Lord washed her feet. He mm-hmm. he served us through his death and resurrection. Yeah. So we are called to serve others too. We are called to serve others in need. For example, oh like gosh. I have a, I had a friend who was at one point they needed my help. Right. And 
it was financial wise so i helped them but in my heart i was like lord don't make it so that i'm like oh he better pay me back or she better pay, pay me back or she better do you know i want to serve others to the point where it's like i'm not doing it for myself i'm doing it to show the yep. glory of the lord the kindness the loving kindness of the lord and how mm-hmm. and what it means to actually serve others right. to show people that I'm not doing this for my own interest. I'm not doing this to in order to show that I'm a good person, mm-hmm. but just to show how loving God is and how he changed me yeah. to be the loving person that I am now. I want to speak about that. Mm-hmm. Um, you're saying that how you don't want to think about, oh, well, he better hold me back. Mm-hmm. If you stop thinking about that, I promise you, and you think about how the way God thinks, more of God, less of you, mm. always say that, you're not <laughs> going to ever think about, oh, well, I forgot you owed me back. You're not going to think about that because you're doing things out of kindness and not only for yourself to have a good image on yourself, but also for God, from God. And don't, also don't um, be like, okay, well, let me just do it because I know God's going to bless oh, me after. Nah, don't nah, do nah, that yeah, because. That's the wrong mindset. That's, it's, you're not supposed to think about that. You should always think of genuineness, gen- genuineness <laughs> and you know thinking about god instead of yourself so right. i always pray for more of god and less of you more of me less of you mm-hmm. yeah you know that song sing it it goes more of me wait hold on wait hold on i'm actually trying to find something <laughs> <laughs> ah, i don't keep feel like i don't know like y'all i don't know if i should say it. should i tell them tell them what um you want to tell your testimony? Is that what you're trying to say? No, 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 no. Uh, nah, y'all got to wait for that. <laughs> Not yet. That should be a whole episode. I don't know. So I feel like, okay, I want to tell you guys something. So, like, if you know me, you know, like, I know how to sing or uh, whatever. I didn't even know that. Yeah. And um, I don't know. Like, I just feel like, you know how we was talking about people have different callings, right? Mm-hmm. So right now, I'm actually in the middle of making, like, a whole essay about just speaking about God. Like, it's not a book. I'm not going to write no book. Mm-mm. But, you know, it's just, like, an essay. Yeah. I don't know for, like, for my knowledge. And, like, I don't know. I was like, dang, I should really write a song. Oh, my gosh. You should I do know, that. right? You I should. I should. But I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, it's the lyrics, they're not bad. But. We'll talk about it next episode. <laughs> so um, back to serving others, I wanted to read a Bible verse. It's mm-hmm. Philippians 2, um, verse 4. It says, let each of you look out not only for his own interest, but also for the interest of others. Right. So this command calls us not only to look at our own interest, but also the well-being of the people around us mm-hmm. and the people who need help. So when we put our pride aside, because that's the thing that stops us from helping other people, right. our pride. Mm-hmm. We think about our own selves. We mm-hmm. have pride. We are like, oh, well, this is going to hurt me financially. Well, this is not going to, this is going to turn my day. Like, this is going to make me late for work. Right. But when we think about others, <laughs> I promise you, it's like a whole thing. Like, God does it intentionally. Because listen, say, for example, you need to get, you're going to work and right. someone asks you for a ride somewhere and they really need to get there, like, for example, to buy diapers for their child. Mm-hmm. God will make a way. Don't worry about being late to work. If God is pushing you to, hey, you know, help this person out, because not not all the time will you have to do it for mm-hmm. the person. There's times where you can say no. That's that's perfectly fine. Yeah. But if God is pushing you to help this person out, don't worry about being late to work. Don't be, worry about being late to this, that, and the third. Don't worry about it because God will always make a way for mm-hmm. you. For example, like um, 
you helped the person out and you they you brought them where they needed to be and then you came back and then you went to work right maybe your manager won't be mad exactly maybe you won't even your manager won't even notice mm-hmm. maybe you might even probably be clocked in already. right <laughs> you maybe know you might get extra money right. on that paycheck you never know <laughs> you never know god's blessings are always in disguise right. and once you see them you're like whoa exactly whoa like oh my <laughs> gosh you know you just reminded me like um serving others y'all one thing my god if you really serving god he's gonna put you through tests and let mm. me tell you something you never know who you might walk into it could be an angel y'all yeah yeah this is good listen so i have a story mm, should i say who it was or no 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 i'm okay. trying to try to leave my okay okay <laughs> So this person went to the grocery store. This story is like common, but I don't know. Just listen. Oh my gosh, so, I might have the same story as you. I'm baby, gonna say baby. You. Go ahead. So this person went to the grocery store, right? And she had a baby. The baby was like months, like almost newborn. And basically what happened was she knew dang well she had enough money for what she, um, you know, what she needed. But something was like, you know, just take more not something. The Holy Spirit was like, just take more than what you need. Knowing she did not have money. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So then after that, she went to the cash register. Um, the lady was like, you know, this is how much you owe. And she's looking in her wallet and she's like, oh, well, she doesn't have that much. And she's just like waiting in line like things she doesn't know what to do. The lady behind her was like, I got you. The lady, if I could remember, had blonde hair. Um, she was a white woman and she just was like white, not like skin color, but like her presence was like white, wow. like the clothes and everything. Wow. If you know, you know, after that, the lady was like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. She's like, no problem. She walks away. The lady gets her food, tries to go outside to think, um, the woman, the woman wasn't there. If oh you know gosh. who the woman was, it was an angel. That's right. why you have to, um, what is it called? That's why you have to serve others. Mm. And that's why you never know who you you're encountering. Who you're Be encountering. nice. Right. Exactly. Actually, mm-hmm. <laughs> I wasn't so nice in my... In oh, my, uh, no. Uh, okay, girl. only in my mind, though. Okay. Not, but, you know, God knows everything. God knows what we're thinking. He knows our heart. But, so I went to the deli with my siblings. Right. Two little siblings. Okay. So, <laughs> there was a man behind us. And he just started talking. And I'm like, who is this man? Okay, he was white. And he was like, he was just talking to them, and then um, he was asking my brother and sister what they want to be when they're older. I'm like, bro, I hate talking to people. <laughs> I, I'm the type I get it from my dad. I'm, right. I'm, I'm not a social person at first, but mm-hmm. when you start talking to me, I'm like smiling and right. all over the place, right? So I'm just like, oh, I don't want to have a conversation right now. I did not want to talk. So the guy is asking what they wanted to be when they're older. They say it. My sister's like, I want to be a police officer, and then my brother tells him that i want to be a lawyer mm-hmm. so then he starts explaining he actually starts explaining the exact process that he goes through because he i guess he he works for the cia or the fbi Ooh. and he you wouldn't even know it if you saw him and he's like well you tell your sister knowing i'm right there and i could hear him he's right. he explains a whole process of how he can sit and get paid just just sit there go to public sit at his house and just get paid and he works for the fbr at cia or whatever mm-hmm. and i'm like oh my gosh like is he giving me advice without like, actually talking to me mm-hmm. right so now at first i'm like okay 
that's weird so then he asked my brother what his name is and he tells him and my brother's name is elijah and he asked my brother what is the story of elijah like what is it like what's the Girl. story behind it and then i was like you better know this because I've, I've told my brother the story before so he asked me i'm like i was like you better know this. he's like okay so what's the story and i told him exactly and then he's like right and um, basically in the story it was like oh he Elijah was um, basically the prophet of God and everything and he was going against the false gods and God, it was God it was basically a moment where God versus the false gods and basically you know in the end God yeah. wins <laughs> of course always so fast forward he tells me a message he's like you need to like he says what we tend to forget is God's God says that he is I am mm-hmm. I am does not mean I he was mm-hmm. it doesn't it doesn't mean he will be it is he he is right. and he will always be right i am is the present the the past and, and the, the future. future he is he will always be so he basically gives me that word so then we, i'm like okay <laughs> you know and i i, I didn't want to talk anymore because right. i'm i'm not that social mm-hmm. out outside so so i was like yeah thank you so much but the word still stuck to me right so then i go to the registers mind you my mom sent me to the grocery store with her money so i go to the Mm -hmm. registers right he's at the red box thing right and then i'm about to pay i'm about to hand the cash over and he walks up to us i'm like dang he's walking up to us oh my gosh i don't want to talk anymore (laughs) he takes his car he's like guys you know what this is and i'm not paying attention to him he's just talking to the kids he's like you know what this is and then he just sticks his card into their card reader (gasps) he's like and you just do this tap the green button and do that and he just walks away before i can even say thank you he walks away (laughs) he walks away before i can even say thank you i'm like i'm literally lost for us i'm looking at him i'm like what that was that was an angel, and <laughs> oh, you of course, of course. And you know what he said before he left? What pay he it forward, and he left. That's one. Wait, thing. he said what? He said pay it forward. What it what it means is if someone does something good for you, do it good for someone else. Oh, like pay a train? Forward. Yes, basically. You can make me beat you up. Cause you <laughs> oh my gosh, so. you better ask for forgiveness, girl. Oh, of course I I'm, I I already do. Oh, of course, you know? of course. And I'm like, Dang. oh god, like I feel bad for like thinking like I don't want to talk to him, but you know it's just me. No, so, that's crazy. He said, pay it forward. So I turn around. And I'm like. I'll pay for you to the lady. My mom gave me $50. Mm-hmm. So basically. I was said, it enough? Oh, it was more than you enough. See how God- she literally had three flowers. And you know what she told me? She was like, yeah, I'm about to go to the cemetery right now mm-hmm. to um, put flowers on my husband's grave. He d- And I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry for your loss. And she said, no, he died like a few years ago, like three, four years ago. You know, I've come to terms with it. But, you know, I like to go every now and then to put new flowers at his mm-hmm. grave. So. I didn't force the religion. I didn't force my religion on her. Right. I showed her God's love. Aww. I paid it forward. You know. Ooh, look at how I paid it forward. That is what. What is it? Serving Thanks. others. Oh my bad. <laughs> right. Right. I was gonna say um, the title. <laughs> right. No, but that that is serving others, mm-hmm. and serving others is part of being after God's own heart. Right. So He did that for me. Mm-hmm. I chose to pay it forward and do that for her. That is a, an example of paying wow. or serving others. So. <laughs> my, but I'm um, honestly. Honestly, the way it happened is kind of sad, but the ending is a beautiful right, ending. Right, You know, I showed her God's love. Exactly. And he showed me God's love. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, he was so an angel. Like. like That was most definitely an angel. Duh. Like, he was tall. He was like, I was just like, who is he? No, like? also, I was going to say, um, y'all, angels, you would not know if it's an angel. Mm-mm. They literally look like a normal person. You wouldn't, You can't tell if an angel is a human or actual angel. You would never know. It's not even that they disguise it good, but, like, you just wouldn't know. So be kind to everyone. Right. Oh, oh my gosh. 
Yo, uh, she got another word, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when the Holy Spirit be talking to me, he be talking. He be talking. He be talking. Bro, you remember when I was telling you, um, I wanted to talk about angels yes. and I knew I was gonna talk about <laughs> so pretty. And y'all, I literally was like, girl, it's off topic. Like, what's she talking about? Oh my angels gosh, for? yeah. Like, Honestly, I'm so happy I got close to God. I could literally Y'all wouldn't you believe can feel it. it. No, but like when you when God speaks it, you feel you like, feel it. You feel excited, like to the point where you just are so excited you can't even speak. Ex- you remember like, I stuttering? Yep, yep, yep. But like being after God's own heart is this is just the you see the joy. Oh you my god! And this is my first podcast. Exactly. You see the yeah. joy and the peace in it that cry. you receive when you are after God's own heart. Exactly. So I wanted to end off here because you know we're running out of time. Exactly. Oh, but my bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wanted to end off here because we are running out of time but i wanted to just speak about like you know the just sum it all up about Mm -hmm. being after god's own heart like don't be scared if you truly want to live for god you're gonna want to desire the things that he has so with the whole part of being prideful it's hard to let go of your pride it's really hard but once you let that go i promise bro i promise it's not gonna come right away because things take time to marinate right it's not going to come out right away. Nothing comes like this. Nothing mm-hmm. will come like this. There's going to be a time where you're waiting. There's going to be a time where, you know, you're going to see yourself slowly shift. It never happens right away. Never. It takes never years. happens right away. Like, it just takes time Everything is to slowly yeah. shift, you know? Mm-hmm. So when we're after God's own heart, you will see yourself change. You will see the things that you want change. You're Like, for example, I used to be like, not really materialistic, but I'll say I was materialistic. I wanted things that were material-wise. But I see that I've changed. Like, I don't really care about what I have materi- material-wise because mm-hmm. I know I got God. Like, right. God is the <laughs> best thing that you could ever have. Yeah. God is the best person. The be- oh, my gosh. He's my best friend. He is. God is my best friend. More than I a friend. I can turn and just talk to God. Like, <laughs> you know how many times? Okay, God really, he he's funny. Like we said before, <laughs> God is funny. I literally was, there was a point in time where something happened. And usually, I, as I said before, I went to my friends. Right. There was a point where no one picked up. He's <gasps> like, I'm not going to, they're not going to oh, pick up. Oh, that was God. I called everyone on my phone. No one picked up. I was like, fine, you God. got to talk to him. Fine, because <laughs> that's that's a, that's that's an example of letting go of your pride. Exactly, that's an example. I knew he wanted me to talk to him, but I was like, but she was like, I want to talk to someone. Like, right. I want to talk to someone. Like, it, it's it's very common. You want to talk to someone that you can see exactly that you can like because we're humans. You know, we want that desi- like that um physical type of thing. Mm-hmm. But when you turn to like the spiritual, spiritual? when yeah. you turn to spiritual it's when you speak different. to god spiritually it's way different so when i when i that was a point where i was like okay god i'm gonna start talking to you more mm-hmm. because just because he doesn't give me a response in that moment he can he can speak to you in that moment but oh, just yeah, because he sure. doesn't doesn't mean that he didn't hear you sure doesn't mean that he won't respond to you because he can respond to you in things that you won't you won't even notice if you're not spiritually, if you're not spiritually woke. awoke, discernment. Yuck. Pray for discernment. Pray for discernment. Yeah. You need to be prayed for discernment. It's a lot. <laughs> it's but, a lot. Yeah. So being after God's own heart, you need to desire what He desires for you. You need to be able to feel comfortable to talk to Him because God just wants to hear from you. He, even though He saw what you did throughout the day, just speak to Him. Mm-hmm. Just be like, Lord, I went to work today. I was so tired, but you know, You got me through it. You know, thank exactly. Him, praise Him because. You need to realize your breath is not, you're not giving yourself breath. God is giving you breath. Waking up in the morning is not by your own might. 
It is God waking you up in the morning. That just shows that you have a purpose in this world. If you wake up another day, it shows that God has something in store for you. God has something for you, and you have a purpose in this life. If you feel like you have no purpose in your life, you do. You have purpose. Mm -hmm. And as God, not only does it show, not only will it be um, fruitful for you, but it will show God's glory. Yes. Everything, everything you do, if it is of God, you are showing God's glory. You are show you you don't know who's looking at you. You never know. Actually, I wanted to bring this up before we end. Mm-hmm. I went to the <laughs> I went to go get my hair done the other day. Mm-hmm. You know. But <laughs> And I was speaking to a girl and I was like, yeah, you know, I asked her to pray over my wig. First time I ever did that. Because I asked her to pray over my wig. I was like, actually, I forgot. I, I'm going to ask you something weird. It might be weird to you. But can I get my, can, before you put on my head, can I get my wig and can I pray over it? She's like, yeah, that's fine. It's not weird. I was like, yeah, you know, because, you know, I'm Christian. I was just trying to explain it to her. And she's like, yeah, no, no, no. I've seen your TikToks all the time. I'm like, what? I promise you, you don't know who's looking at you. You don't know who's... I was like, oh my gosh, that's so embarrassing. And I, it's, not, it's not embarrassing. I only thought it was... The only reason why I said it was embarrassing is because, like, dang, I don't, I don't think anyone's looking at me. Exactly. I just be doing my own thing, and I just be focusing on God. I don't think people are looking at my TikToks. I don't think people be listening to my podcast. But in reality, they people do. are looking at you. For an example, you need to live a Christ-led life because mm-hmm. people are looking. So yeah. that's why I wanted to end off. Wait, I, don't know if I wanted to say to, something. Yeah, I want to add... <laughs> Okay, also, another thing I want to add was, like, when you said people was looking, you might be, like, um, ashamed or embarrassed. And don't be ashamed because if you are ashamed of God, he's going to be ashamed mm. of you. And don't do that. What and was he going to do? He's going to spit you out. Just like I remember we saying right, that earlier. Right, he's going to spit you out. Mm-hmm. And basically, like, you know, don't be ashamed because me, growing up, I was raised in a Christian household. And, like, you know, I've, knew, I've known God my whole life. But... Me, like, spreading the gospel, it kind of took time for me to, like, spread the gospel. I posted because, you know, like, I don't want to You're worried think, about what people think yeah, about you. Remember now, I seen that in the car? Oh, my gosh. I was seeing that in the car. I was like, yeah, she, that person thinks about what people think about them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, honestly, like, what basically I'm trying to say is, like, don't be ashamed. Don't be embarrassed because at the end of the day, when we go to heaven, uh, okay, we're going to end off here. No, because actually, <laughs> before we end off, once you once you start posting about God, once you start living for God, you're going to see a comfort. You're, you're not going oh to be you're not gonna be anxious about that. about that. You're going to feel comfortable with talking about God. You're going to yeah. feel comfortable. Like, y'all, do you see, like, this podcast, people are looking at me. Like, I, I could have been like, oh, they're going to think I'm lame. I don't care. I don't care. Oh, what you guys think about me? I'm living for the light. <laughs> but let's end off here because we run out of time. But thank you guys so much for watching. If you guys enjoyed this podcast episode, don't forget to follow. It is Psalms 46 five on all platforms yeah. actually I, you're gonna be on more episodes i hope you know that <gasps> oh my gosh this was, hey. this, honestly <laughs> this i love it eight. it definitely it did. really did <laughs> but thank you guys so much for watching don't forget to tune in the next episode follow my instagram at sa.mara m-a-r-a-h-h for updates because mm-hmm. i post when i when i'm about to post a new episode so stay tuned Amen. don't forget to um actually search up psalms 46 5 on our youtube channel if you want to watch the video if you're listening mm-hmm. we're also on youtube so yeah i think you want to say anything else to end off um i just went off with a prayer that's oh yeah, yeah go yeah. ahead okay you, you know pray. you praying <laughs> i'm praying y'all okay everyone close your eyes and bow your heads yep. Our Father in heaven, thank you so much for everything that you've done for us. Father God, I just want to say thank you so much for le- leading um, Samara to come down here 
safely and let us go back um up there safely father god i just want to say thank you so much for letting us have the opportunity to come to come over here and get on this podcast and you know help other people out there who are in need of listening to us and just thank you so much for everything that you've done for us continue to forgive us for all of our wrong sins and continue to guide us in the right path and the people are watching i ask that you give them knowledge and wisdom and continue to have your spirit by their side in jesus name i pray amen 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 thank you guys thank you bye